Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Chen's Adventure. This is episode number three. three. Thank you so much for listening to the first two episodes. And if you're still listening to us, great uh, job. Great job. And it seems like the things <laughs> that uh, Esther and I talk about are at least interesting. Um, so last week we talked a little bit about Valentine's Day and how, um, you know, what my thoughts were. Um, I think there were a lot of things during our dating period that we discussed. And I think one of those things, I don't know if we discussed it in the beginning or near the end, but we discussed top sheets um, for mm-hmm. bed. We mm-hmm. talked about top sheets and ha- and what we thought about them. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't understand why top sheets were needed. So Do you just, understand now, eight years no, later? No, I don't. In fact, I still kick it off um, in the middle of the night when it's too warm. But you use it when I it's not too warm. Do, um, but I don't understand why we use it because I think the fact that we still use it, I win. It's not about <laughs> winning. How did the discussion even come up? Because we talked well, a lot about it. Well, we got married and I bought linens and I was making the bed and you're like, wait, you use top sheets? And I'm like, wait, you don't? And that's how it all started. I, I, mean, think the, it, I think the compromise was, though, that if you would put a duvet cover on the blankets, then we can forego the top sheet. But because duvet covers are not being put on, we have we top sheets. We don't have any duvet covers. We have a duvet cover right at the foot of the bed. What are you talking about? We do? Yes. It's that linen type fabric one that you bought. Uh, right after well, we got no, our linen I mean, fabric. That, I bought that like only like last year though. Yeah, that's still one year ago that and, you and it was used really it. thick. And it's winter now, isn't it? That's true. Well, um So top main, sheets the, are the, just the easier. main reason I disagreed though early on was I just wanted to see how far I could push with certain things. Yeah, not very far, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, you you felt very strongly about top sheets. I do. I still um, do. And that's why I push them over and I just use the blankets on a lot of nights. Yeah, but I use a top sheet. That's a good icebreaker. <laughs> very good icebreaker. What are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about how we knew that each other was the one. Also because I think it's a very not controversial, but I think a lot of people have so many different ideas and misconceptions about there being the one that they're supposed to marry. And so, so I thought we could there talk about that. The one? No. Hmm? I don't think so. Do you think there's the one? I mean I think you're the one, but for me, um I think for most people and I I don't think there's the one. I agree. I think most people agree with that, though, statement. I don't know. I think there are some people who are so not fixated, but very set and determined on finding someone who is all-encompassing to be the one. And I don't think it's that they believe that there's that one person out of the, what, 8 billion people there are on the world. But I think... The one becomes the one when you choose for that person to become the one. Mm. But there's not this one person that God is going to magically say, ding, 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 ding. Like, he's the one that you should marry or he's the one that you should be with. 
but I think it's something that you actively choose. So do you think people just have too high of a standard? I do. Okay. I really do. I think, I think there are, I think there are expectations. There are standards, but you have to meet somewhere in the middle because, you know, there are some things that are negotiable, some things that are not negotiable. And how do you make decisions based off of wisdom around that? Where, where do you think those expectations, I mean, I guess it comes from a lot of different places, but where do you think some of those expectations come from? Culture, society, media. Mm. That's what I would think. I think for some, it's also previous relationships mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I think whether whether it's from hurt or good, uh, previous yeah. relationships, I think they're looking for the same or similar or... Um, or polar opposite. Polar opposite. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I don't think there's absolutely the one person. I think you choose for that one person to become the one. And I don't know. I think you have to look at the person as a whole. You have to look at yourself as a whole. And you can't look at yourself just today. You have to look into the future and the potential that you see in the other person. And When when do you think... One should start thinking about that. I think there's a lot of things in the beginning that happens, True. right? Like before True. you're like, huh, like at what point do I choose? Um, I think there's, a, I mean, I think we talked about it last week about, you know, there were a lot of things that we talked about early on in the relationship yeah. that were just non-negotiables and things yeah. that we, you know, were, were our core to our beliefs. Um, do you think it's those things or is it, the, you know, at what point, I guess, do you think in a relationship, um, should these questions come up of, I'm willing to. Well, we're not the people to ask because we talked about this on date one. That's true. That's true. I think we talked a lot about the intent on why we were dating. Mm -hmm. Literally the second we sat down, why are you on coffee meets bagel? That's true. (laughs) Why are you online dating? I think that was like our, literally our first question or second questions. And we're like, Oh, to get married. Yeah. And so I think when, the intention of why you're seeing someone is clear and it's mutually aligned, then I think, okay, now we can take conversations to a different level. But I mean, I don't think it's wrong to be out there dating to date, but why are you dating to date, right? What's the purpose of dating? What's the intentions of dating? If your end goal is just to date, to have fun or get a free meal out of it, then I think you have to recheck a few things. But if you're dating to meet people, to fall in love and get married, then that's another set of questions too. So did you have, um, what were some of the things that I guess you were looking for that were top priorities in a man? Top priorities. Outside of faith? Well, okay, even faith, I think having the same doctrinal beliefs is important, but also I think from having dated different men, you know, there's a level of, okay, within my Christian faith, how do I express my faith? What is my belief on women in leadership? What is my belief on the Holy Spirit? What is my belief on baptism? And I think those are some things that mattered to me Mm -hmm. a lot. 
I needed it to be on the same page because I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be married to someone who doesn't believe that women can be leaders Mm -hmm. because I'd be miserable. First of all, B, you would have quickly changed. (laughs) Whoa, is that so? (laughs) And seen the light. pretty stubborn. Um, And so I think those are some, you know, not salvation matter of salvation beliefs, but I think some things that mattered to me that needed to be in alignment. Um, and I think that, that, that this, the, that's the piece that was so special about how we met and mm-hmm. being online is that even though, you know, we didn't know each other and it was online, so many of our beliefs lined up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, even the way we express our faith or the way that we worship or mm-hmm. a general doctrine belief, I think mm-hmm. it aligned. Mm-hmm. strangely enough yeah and it was very reassuring and comforting and so i think when once that was checked a lot of my negotiables became non-essential mm. right yeah. height didn't matter as much <laughs> <What>? <laughs> for those of you who don't know henry and esther henry and esther are the same height esther uh, loved I, I think wearing I, heels i think i'm still a touch higher Taller. taller higher taller okay we should measure I'm, I'm pretty sure i think we're the same height anyway anyway so like, that i think was i'm like an inch higher taller. taller well that was something that mattered to me and it got quickly thrown mm. out the window mm. um i was pretty set on not marrying an asian guy mm. and that quickly went out the window I was pretty sad I'm not marrying a Korean. And that went out the window for you. Yeah. And so I think, you know, once the big important thing was a green light, I could start looking at your character. And, and also here's the thing. If you are living a certain lifestyle to walk out your faith and you have a relationship with God, you have a relationship with Jesus and you walk with the Holy spirit, then your character and who you are as a person is going to reflect that. And so I think it was kind of two birds with one stone, right? Checking your character by seeing how your relationship is with God. And I think those two, those two walked hand in hand. I think for me, mm-hmm. um, it's not like you have foul language. Like you don't, it's not like you gossip. Um, you didn't have any bad habits that I knew of. Um, it's not like you were out getting drunk every weekend and you know, like it's not like you had a separate life, you know, Mm -hmm. the life that you lived in Christ was a life that you lived steadily. And that was a lifestyle that I could trust. And that was a lifestyle that complemented mine. And so I think that, you know, that was another green light. And I think everything outside of that, um, luckily we get along really well as roommates too, or like housemates. We have our idiosyncrasies, but what couple doesn't? Yeah. One thing for me, I think it's the same, right? I think um, seeing, I think the big thing for me was seeing how you were pioneering um, a church plan. I think that, that I think that was something that may have been in your profile mm-hmm. or something along those lines, um, or it was definitely one of the first things that we talked about mm-hmm. asking, you know, what church you went to and you're like, Oh, I'm part of a church plan. I'm like, I think it, it takes, you know, not necessarily, I mean, 
a lot of character, but it takes a certain spiritual mindset of like, you know, this is what I want to do. Like I want to invest into something that's just starting out, not sure where it's going. There's no stability. There's no structure. Are you doing all the parts? There are no single men. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think seeing that and seeing how passionate you were for that was like, Oh, like, like she's for real. You know, she's not just a Sunday goer and check the box. I'm done. Um, type of woman. Um, She's in it to, you know, whether that's to sacrifice her time or sacrifice um, whatever it is, um, she's willing to do it. And I think that that showed a lot to me. Hmm. So then I think it's safe to say that we knew each other one was the one in very similar ways and rhythms. What are some other ways that you knew that I was the one? I mean, we touched on this on the other episode. I think I knew you were the one after the first date. It was just a matter of like, oh, will she like me? Continue to like me. And I think that, that, that that's what it was for me um, to kind of confirm or reconfirm that you were the one. It was as I opened up about who I was and the different flaws I, that I had. Um, you were accepting and you were and loving. still have. And still, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that that was what did it for me. Um, as I continued to open more, you're just like, I was met with love. And mm. I think that that was, it's like, okay, well, what else is there to this? But what place? makes me different than any other woman, like any other woman could have been like, yeah, I accept you the way you are. I love Jesus. Like, like what, what was the different? What's something that stood out? Well, I never asked those people, those, those questions, those women, those questions. I never mm. got to that state, I guess. They weren't interesting enough for me to get to that point. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I'm glad I'm interesting enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I mean, emotionally, I think I was attached before we met in person. You know, like I talked about the chong, the attention, the affection that I had for you was very early on. But I think for me, another thing that let me maybe have more peace knowing that you were the one was when people who I trusted to be in my community also liked you and they welcomed you and they accepted you. I think earlier, like very early in our relationship, maybe like date number four or five, I took you with me to someone's 40th birthday party mm-hmm. and everyone loved you. Because I'm amazing. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of people could have just been like, you know, I think, I think you could have had two options. You could have done what you did, which is great. You socialized, you hung out, you got to know other people, or you could have just stuck onto me and been so dependent on me to be your social engagement. But instead, like you held your own conversations, you went out, met other people. And at one point you were sitting on the phone, like doing Snapchat filters with some of the kids at, at this birthday party. And I think people who I care about and people who care about me for them to see that was an extra green light for me mm-hmm. to know, okay, I could, I could move forward with this guy because I have, I have the emotional peace and now my community is going to confirm that for me. And so I think that's something that, that was really necessary for me. I don't know if that was necessary for me. I'm not trying to think. 
think if people around me were like, I don't know about her, I've been like, no, she's the one. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Well, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, to, to your point, I haven't either. Yeah. If people were to say, no, Henry's not the one. Like, if someone were to say, okay, the, like, this is something about Henry that actually legitimately concerns me. Mm-hmm. I I can't say that I, I would know for sure what to say or how right. to respond yeah. because that's not my experience. And right. so I don't know what it would be like if yeah. the the situation were different right because of the things that we talked about and the things that you know we felt it would be hard um if someone was like ah oh, i don't know mm-hmm. about esther she's a little off like mm-hmm. it's not what i i guess that's right. yeah i don't know mm. i think i would try to find reasons to justify why what i see is right and mm-hmm. what you see is wrong mm-hmm. because you know when you're in love i think you say and think and mm-hmm. see things differently and it's harder to take heed to mm-hmm. what your community has to say. Mm-hmm. Luckily that didn't quite, no, that didn't happen for us. So mm. You picked good. You picked good. We both picked good. Mm. So, so, you know, I, I think we both, kind of knew early on and you know you mentioned you know there was additional confirmations but was there any secondary or third um confirmation that no you know he's the one she's the one i mean for me i did a 40-day praying and fasting before i embarked on this whole online dating thing Mm. and so that would have been what fall of 2015 I did 40 days of praying and fasting and I just wrote in my journal and my notebook, different things that I was praying about. And fast forward to when you and I are dating, I went back and reread some of my entries and to see exactly what I had been praying for be answered were confirmations for me because, you know, what other, what, what other affirmation do I need outside of God answering my specific prayer of this, of that, of X, Y, and Z. And even to see those like prayers be answered after getting married, I think just reaffirmed even more. Okay. I made, I made the right decision. Hmm. Were there any dreams that you had for the future that I guess what am I trying to say that that we are able maybe I'm not I'm not quite sure how to formulate that question scratch that no keep thinking about that question Were you, do you still, what, what are the, some of the dreams that you aspire to and are able to achieve or are close to achieving or um, still want to achieve? Now that I'm married? Now that you're married. Or having had met you? Yeah. yeah. I guess both? Yeah. Mm, well, obviously family. You know, I, I want many kids. 
And I think even a couple of months before we got married, I told you if I could adopt an entire village of children, I mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. And I think that's still something that I want to do. Either, you know, we have more kids or we adopt or we invest into an orphanage somewhere and mm-hmm. visit regularly. Yeah. I think that's something that I still aspire and dream. Um, but I think what's also fascinating is... You know, when we get married, when we got married, we made a covenant and like to become one. And it's almost as if the dreams that I had, they, they're kind of meshing with the dreams that you have. And it's no longer my dream, but it's kind of becoming our dream. And I think, you know, business ownership is one of those things that we both aspire and individually aspired to a certain level that's kind of meshing into one. And I think the more, the more we journey as a married couple, I think the dreams that I had either don't matter or the dreams that I had that I still hold on to, they become our dream or it's something that I have to consider letting go of. Yeah. And that's okay. Because I think one of the early things that we discuss about dreams and aspirations where, you know, we discuss like missions mm-hmm. and even long-term missions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, the theme of impacting somewhere outside of our mm-hmm. immediate comfort, circle, zone. comfort zone and our immediate circle, um, whether it's in this country or a different country, I think that that's still something that is in our hearts mm-hmm. and a part of our dream, mm-hmm. um, even though it's has not yet come to pass. Um, I think that that's a important piece that, we, you know, we're still striving towards mm-hmm. that um, kind of independently currently. But I think as we continue, I think we should formulate something. I mean, we're only seven years then. We have so true. many more years ahead. That's true. Exciting times. Yeah. I'm glad you're my one. And I choose you to be my one. Mm. I think, you know, the the song that you know, we had our friends sing as a wedding blessing, you know, it's I choose you. And, you know, it still rings true that, I mean, I don't, I think, I think culture and society will tell you that love is a feeling and that love is something that you feel and, and love is just all emotion. And that love is, you know, just all romance. But I think love is, an action. I think love is a choice. I think love is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Love is surrender. And if something doesn't matter to you, but it really matters to the other person, then you have to, then you, then love will yield for that other person. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. you know, and if, but if both of us are on opposite ends of, of one thing, we have to come to a point in the middle where, we yield where we compromise. And I think that's what love is. Like you fight for the betterment of the other person and not just say, Hey, that's you. That's me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to be something you fight for on a daily basis. Yeah. I think, I think we do that quite often uh, without mm-hmm. us really acknowledging it. I think we both yield um, a good amount because of just our understanding of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way, but. Maybe. Maybe you yield more than I do. You think so? I think so. Mm. I think 
more because I think, I think I'm more, maybe not. I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. Something to think about. Mm. So what do we want Eleanor to know regarding the one? Because as I'm putting her to bed, <laughs> she goes, mommy, I'm going to get married one day. I want to get married one day. She talks awfully a lot she about She talks marriage, a lot about getting married. For being a four-year-old, <laughs> almost five-year-old. I think also it's because she looks at our wedding album and the photo strips of the people who were at our wedding from the reception. Yeah. And she has FOMO. Yeah. She said, like, I can't believe I wasn't there at your wedding. <laughs> and I was like, well, you weren't born. And so for a four-year-old, she has a lot of thoughts about getting married. And so she, she talks about like, oh, one day I'm going to move away at this and that. And I'm going to move mm-hmm. with my husband. And I'm like, you're four. You're four. Your <laughs> what do you do? So what do we want her to know about marriage and about finding this one that she's going to marry someday? I have no idea. I pray for this man daily that he has patience. Uh, that he will learn to rein her in a little bit. I don't know how to answer this question. Um, so say that Eleanor comes home. She's like 27, 28 years old. Daddy, there's someone I want you to meet. I think I'm going to marry him. I mean, I think I'm glad that there's another 20 years before I need to think about that. That's true. And I think I will grow in some wisdom in knowing how to answer that question. But anything and you would say as of now? No. Make sure he's the one. But how does she know? What will? What are some criteria? I guess you would give her to see if she knows why he's the one i want to think of this the the things that we discussed you know Mm. what what are their what are her dreams what Mm. does she aspire to does Um, he support them does he not yeah exactly um is he someone that champions it Mm. well these are some things that my mom told me (laughs) when i told when i told her that i had met someone that i think i want to get married to Mm -hmm. she asked me three questions she goes is he addicted to anything Mm. To alcohol, mm. to smoking, to gambling, mm. specifically those three. Mm. And I said, no, not to my knowledge. I was like, okay, great. The second one she asked is, how is his family life? You know, is, are, his fa- are his parents divorced? Are they still together? What's his family dynamic? You know, what's his upbringing like? Mm-hmm. Is something that she asked. Mm-hmm. And the how third, did you answer that? Uh, I, to- I mean, I told her that your parents were still married and that you guys have very similar... Um, like immigrant lifestyle upbringing Mm -hmm. as us. It's Mm -hmm. just that they're more vocational, Mm -hmm. you know, in the workplace, but my parents are ministry driven. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a third question that my mom asked is, is he smart and not like academically smart, but is he a thinker is what she asked. Um, And she asked what college that he graduated from because that was really important to her, but she knows the truth and she's fine with it. She's very proud of you. Mm. And so those are some, those are three questions that my mom asked me. Mm. And in hindsight, I'm glad she asked me those questions because I think those three questions can unravel a lot of your character mm. and it can unravel a lot of who you are and who you'll become. And so mm. on the flip side, I don't think my parents asked me any questions about you. They still don't. Yeah. I think I told my parents, oh, I'm dating someone. They're like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> that was really yeah the first time i met your parents yeah, was really it. i was so scared and then now in hindsight i'm so glad i wore a pink cardigan because mm. red is a lucky color in chinese culture i had no idea and i wore like a reddish pinkish cardigan oh my goodness yeah thank the lord yeah i think even when i told them i was gonna propose to you they're like oh okay oh when where okay uh, <laughs> They just trusted you. I think they also know they can't do anything to persuade me to change my mind. I think they've learned that over the years too. Do you think you looked or acted differently whenever you came home to see them? No. For them to notice how love had changed you or anything? I don't know. So. Oh. <laughs> well, there goes that. But I think they did see how amazing you were. They did see your character and they were like, oh, she's nice. I'm pretty well-rounded. Yeah. Hey, well, that's how I knew you, you were the one. And I think like to this day, I was just having coffee with Ellie yesterday and I just kept telling her that I'm so thankful for you mm. and that marrying you was one of the best decisions I've made and how incredible of a person you are. Mm. And so I'm very I think about that you. too a lot. How amazing I am. Yeah. Really? But yeah. you never tell me. I think it though. That's what matters. No, you have to tell me. That's what matters. Mm. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Um, I know it's a day late, but we had a busy week. Um, again, if you're listening to our third episode still, thank you very much mm. that you care about the things that we talk about and the things that the nonsense that I spout as well. Um, what are we talking about next week? Have we um, decided? I don't know. I think we might actually discuss things... Uh, um, Navigating cultural differences or mm. between Korean, American, Chinese. Um, I think that'll be good because I think the first three episodes get kind of give a, like a like a frame mm -hmm. of who we are. And I think I'm hoping that our next episode will also be a good understanding of how we are, who we are, because our culture matters so much to us. Yeah. There's a lot of different things. I mean, even mm -hmm. just the other day, I was watching the Instagram reel of people arguing, is it Chinese New Year? Lunar New Year? Well, I grew up it as, as it being Chinese New Year, but everyone's saying Lunar New Year now. There's a lot of cultural discussions are, happening nowadays. I think it'll be um, good to bring up those topics. There are. And so stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Cheers. <laughs>